Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, September 17th. In today's news, Florence has killed 17 people so far. The FEMA director defends the president's false claim that Maria's death toll was exaggerated. And the president prepares to massively escalate the trade war with China. But first, the big idea. The White House on Sunday stood by Brett Kavanaugh after a woman publicly accused him of sexual assault that occurred decades ago, an allegation that triggered the most concrete signs yet of Republican resistance to President Trump's Supreme Court nominee. With the nomination suddenly in doubt, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, a Republican from Iowa, was working to arrange follow-up calls with Kavanaugh and Christine Ford, the woman who said he assaulted her when the two were in high school. Senators Jeff Flake from Arizona and Bob Corker from Tennessee, two Republicans who are retiring at the end of the year, joined Democrats in calling for a delay in the vote until the committee hears from Ford. So did Lisa Murkowski, a Republican from Alaska. The panel is currently scheduled to vote Thursday afternoon to push ahead with Kavanaugh's nomination. The Washington Post published a story Sunday afternoon that included an interview with Ford. It's the first time her identity has been revealed publicly and her first public comments about the allegation. Ford told the Post that one summer in the early 1980s, Kavanaugh and a friend, both stumbling drunk, she alleges, corralled her in a bedroom during a gathering of teenagers at a house party in Montgomery County, Maryland. When she tried to scream, she said, he put his hand over her mouth. Kavanaugh categorically and unequivocally denied the accusation in a statement released Sunday by the White House. Afterwards, in an interview with the Post, Flake said Ford must be heard. He said, quote, for me, we can't vote until we hear more. Now, Senate Republicans only hold a 51 to 49 majority, and they can't afford the loss of two or more senators voting for Kavanaugh's confirmation. Republicans face a potential backlash from female voters with the midterms just six weeks away, especially suburban women. In 1991, outrage over the Senate's confirmation of Clarence Thomas, despite allegations of sexual misconduct from his former colleague Anita Hill, was among the factors that led to the election of dozens of female candidates. 1992 was a year of the women, and many are saying 2018 will be. That was even before this latest story. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one. Florence's death toll has risen to 17 as it continues to inch across the Carolinas. The storm, which was downgraded from a tropical storm to a tropical depression, is transitioning to a non-tropical weather system. But whatever the experts are calling it, it's still dumping tremendous amounts of rain all over the Carolinas. The National Weather Service warns that there continues to be a catastrophic, life-threatening risk of flash flooding across much of the region. The floodwaters are expected to push many rivers to all-time highs and could spur landslides toward the mountains of western North Carolina and southwestern Virginia. The torrents are expected to lift north through West Virginia and western Virginia on Monday and Tuesday before finally exiting the northeast with the whimper by Wednesday. One meteorologist says that the storm will have dumped 18 trillion gallons of rain. That's enough to cover Texas in four inches of water and fill the Chesapeake Bay. Number two, FEMA Administrator Brock Long echoed Trump's doubts about the death toll of an older hurricane, Maria, in a string of cable news interviews on Sunday. A George Washington University study found that nearly 3,000 deaths occurred in Puerto Rico during the months after last summer's storm that were directly related to the effects of the storm. 
The number has been accepted by Puerto Rico's government. But Long declined to distance himself from the president's tweets last week and which continued into the weekend, alleging that the study was false and part of some kind of democratic conspiracy to make him look bad. Here's Long speaking on NBC's Meet the Press. And it's frustrating. Those studies, the Harvard study was done differently than the George Washington study or this study or that study. And the numbers are all over the place. And, and where the 65... Is it fair? I mean, he said Democrats did it to make them look bad. Do you believe any of these studies were done to make the president look bad? Well, I mean, there's... there's uh, I, I don't think the studies... I don't know why the studies were done. Long also distinguished between direct deaths and indirect deaths, saying that no one should be blamed for things like stress-related heart attacks and spousal abuse that occur after a storm. Long has been under investigation over his misuse of government vehicles for personal travel. The White House has been discussing replacing him, but officials have decided to let the probe finish and the storm pass before making a final decision. Number three. Trump has decided to impose new tariffs on $200 billion in Chinese goods, ramping up his trade war with Beijing in what will be one of the most severe economic restrictions ever imposed by an American president. Trump has ordered aides to set the tariffs at 10% across the board, likely leading to higher prices for American consumers. This will drive up the cost of a lot of products ahead of the holiday shopping season. The penalties are going to apply to more than 1,000 products, including refrigerators, air conditioners, furniture, television, and toys. Apple also says some of its products will be affected. Again, the president putting in tariffs increases costs for American consumers. It's essentially a tax on U.S. consumers. The U.S. imports roughly $500 billion in Chinese goods each year, and combined with the existing tariffs Trump has already put into effect, these new penalties would cover half of all goods that are sent by China to the United States each year. The tariffs come as a number of top White House advisors have been trying to de-escalate tensions between Trump and Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Chinese leaders have vowed to retaliate tit for tat. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, September 17th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Homan. I'll talk to you tomorrow.